Welcome to Girls That Invest, the platform that empowers millennials through financial literacy. You're joined today by your hosts, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are extremely passionate about all things investing and personal finance. How are you going today, Sim? I am going well. So I had a meeting today with a mortgage advisor and she had the most beautiful eyeliner. Like that eyeliner was winged so well and like I obviously was listening to what she had to say and like (laughs) shout out shout out to her like amazing so helpful um but her eyeliner was so good Sonia I went home this was after work so I went home at like 6 30 and I just put on eyeliner I was like I want to I want to be here what's happening here did you learn anything at all or were you just of course anyways enough about my can you see my eyeliner right now like you didn't even say anything about it i can't see anything i'm so sorry like that little wing oh wow revolutionary star before anyone goes we are talking about ethical investing ethical investing is what it sounds like it's the idea that you invest money in things that are ethical to you and align with what's important to you now in very like proper terms Ethical investing is the practice of selecting investments based on your ethical or moral principles. But in common terms, it just means drawing the line with what's comfortable with you and choosing what companies you want to invest in and where you say, you know what, I don't believe in that and I'm not going to put my money there. Um, So for example, there's common things like the tobacco industry or alcohol or gambling. Um, But you know, it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be, you know, a percentage of carbon emissions that you're not comfortable with. It can be a company that handled a really poor sexual misconduct case within their company and you're just not happy with that. So it really is person by person, but it's pretty interesting as a topic. You yeah, know, um, I thought this was an important uh, thing to talk about because I'm going to put my hand up. I wasn't always a believer in ethical investing i just didn't know it was a thing the scandal and do you know what the worst part of it all was your girl did no research this mindset (laughs) this mindset or my, my thoughts on um ethical investing it came from other people's thoughts or what other people were saying i didn't really look into it and i don't know why before making my mind up about investing in ethics but I'm really excited to talk about it in more detail. When you say like other people's opinions like what were they saying? Literally there's no such thing as ethical investing (laughs) point blank period and I was just like you know what sweetie you're right. (laughs) You were like you know what I literally have no other way to know so sure. Yeah it's not like the internet exists and it's not like books and books exist and it's not like I could have gotten knowledge from a podcast yeah a podcast for example I just decided to take their word for it (laughs) which is not smart kids don't do that read into it do your research so the old train of thought was that ethical investing was kind of like for people that were like soft or like millennials like why on earth would you want to invest in things that were like good for the environment or like mattered to you um and that's kind of how it used to be seen and I think it would be fair to say that there might be some like older investors out there that might still feel that way um but 
In 2019, the New Zealand Responsible Investment Survey um, found that 83% of people expected, not like hoped, not like would like, expected that their investments should be invested ethically. That was actually a lot higher than I thought it would be. Mm. What would you have thought? Do you know what? I'm not actually entirely surprised. But I just, I feel like we're in a day and age where people just naturally think a little bit more like all over social media people like i'm gonna support ben and jerry's and not dolls kill because of like you know social justice and stuff i feel like we just think a little bit more even there are people who spent hours on lists on like threads on where you can shop books instead of shopping on amazon like you know we just put a little bit more like time and effort and thought into things maybe not just millennials but I guess just people in general now. I feel like there's a shift. Oh, I definitely see that shift. And you'll you'll see more, um, like we were kind of talking in our last podcast, just more like intentional spending and intentional mm. consumption. And like, why should investing be any different? You know, like, like, why can't we have the option to invest in a way that makes us more comfortable? And what I love about this podcast in particular and about the topic of ethical investing is you get to choose and support and pour money into the companies that align with your values like if you were like you know what's really important to me women in leadership or sustainable practices you almost get like an an extra voice outside of you know your government elections and your local communities it's like one extra way to push forward for change. And I think that's, it's really neat. Um, so ethical investing has been around for, I mean, as long as inv- investing has existed. Um, but the m- momentum really sort of kick-started back in 2010, where there was this radiation oncologist in Australia. Um, and for those that don't know what radiation oncologists are, it just means cancer doctors um, who treat the cancers through radiation mm-hmm. and one of the biggest carcinogens or cancer causing things is tobacco um, and so this doctor was out for coffee with their fund manager for their retirement fund um, and it kind of came up in casual conversation about what her money was being invested in also if you thought this doctor was a male like mm, that says something about you right now <laughs> So what she ended up finding out, which completely like blindsided her, was that she was investing in tobacco companies, yet going to work every day, telling people about the effects of cancer and treating it. And I mean, it was such a parallel or just like complete polar opposites of like what she was doing and where her hard earned money was going. Um, And what I... And what she did, and she's like such a badass woman about this, she started a, like she literally became the founder of a company called Tobacco Free Portfolios. And this is for like all those people out there that are like, what can one person do? This woman helped redirect $6 billion of investments from the tobacco industry and yeeted it away to other industries in the last five years. Like $6 billion one woman i think that's the thing like people don't realize how just from speaking out on that one issue how much power she had i mean six billion worth of investments sweetie you're doing great (laughs) 
<laughs> doing real great. Um, and so obviously, like, we're not out here saying if you realise you're investing in the wrong thing, you need to start up a company about it. But by all means, if you are investing or if you have a retirement fund like this doctor did, definitely look into, like, where that money's going. And for everyone, it's a different step that they take. For you, it might just be changing out of that fund and going into something that aligns with your goals. That's still a big step. Anyway, moving on from my little, like, girl crush slash rant about this amazing woman. Oh, I forgot to say what her name is. (laughs) Dr. King. She is. She is the incredible Dr. King um, in Australia. So how do we actually analyze how ethical a company is? There's this great thing called ESGs. Now, ESGs are essentially um, the standard criteria that you consider when you're trying to figure out the ethics of a company. And it is an acronym. So the E stands for environmental, the S stands for social, and the G stands for governance. Essentially, each of these, for example, Mm -hmm. environmental, um, that can be water pollution, it can be climate change, it can be... It can be BP, like, literally... Do you remember that time BP accidentally, like, their ship just, like, hit something and just... Do you not remember? Oh, oh, wait, I do remember that. Like, years ago, and then all this oil just went into, like, the Gulf Um, of Mexico. Yes. See, what she said, that's also an example social so um um, how companies treat their employees fair wages um how they treat their suppliers if they're multinational companies so companies that operate not only in their own country but overseas as well like how are they paying um between country to country and then you've got your governance so governance is corporate governance corporate behavior For example, um, Sim and I were talking about this earlier today, and it's how a company responds to a certain issue. Maybe it is that there's a sexual assault allegation within the company. Like, how do they handle that? That definitely makes sense. Back to that 2019 New Zealand Responsible Investment Survey, um, they have some really neat data there. And knowing me, knowing how much of a nerd I am and how much I love numbers, I was having a look. Um, and you know what? In New Zealand, 85% of people are on the same page as us and they would not invest in weapons and firearms. It was quite interesting what other things, you know, we as New Zealanders were sort of, you know, wanting to draw the line on. 93% um, said that they would want their investments to avoid human right violations. Personally, I just want to know what the 7% were that were like, you know what, human rights violations, it happens. I'd invest in that. Human rights violations? I don't know her. I'm just turning a blind eye to the suffering of humans. Do you think they just, like, didn't read the question? (laughs) (laughs) They accidentally clicked the no. Bro, how can Uh, you do that? (laughs) I just, like, here we... You know what? I say that we are very uh, unbiased and let's keep it that way, but... Just that one point. Just that that one. You know, uh, to my point before, you really just got to analyze your values and how important certain values are to you. And sometimes that means you have to prioritize. um, Prioritize not caring about human rights violations. 
There were some other really interesting facts too, for example, testing on animals for non-medical reasons. So for example, cosmetics, 86% of New Zealand's were like, nah, I'm not okay with that. And then the least important in terms of all the options was meat and meat products. And only 37% of people said that they would not invest in that industry, which is, um, I mean, it's an interesting stat. To be honest, our dairy and meat exports are probably the biggest <laughs> like export. At the New Zealand like top by market cap, so by the size of the company in terms of how much stock they have and how much those stocks are worth, one of our biggest companies are like A2 Milk and Fonterra and companies that export out dairy. So, hmm. So, if we're thinking about it, are ethical investments bad investments in terms of stock market performance? Why would you think that they'd be bad? I think it's a common misconception. People always think if you're a little bit more socially responsible, or in this case, if we're investing ethically, it must mean there has to be a consequence somewhere, you know? And like a give or take. Yeah, it's almost like a give or take situation in this case with, with investing. It might be return. Um, let me say this, and I just want to be really clear about this. Your financial returns and your social returns do not have to be mutually exclusive. You can be intentional and still have the opportunity to earn a competitive market return as a ethical investor whatever that may mean to you so i don't want to make a claim like that without backing it up with some hardcore facts so so morningstar a global research agency came up with some really interesting um data and they looked over hundreds um, if not thousands of funds and compared their ethical funds or ethical funds out there with funds that were similar but still kept in those non-ethical sort of companies, um, for example, tobacco companies. And do you know what they found? Whether it was in bonds or shares, whether it was in companies in the UK or overseas, the ethical-based companies and funds outperformed or made as much returns as the non-ethical ones. I know that back in the day, this wasn't always the case, and that's probably where that misconception comes from, but it is outdated. And just to chuck in some more recent evidence, during the coronavirus crisis, social good funds outperformed all but in one category compared to other funds. So I think that it is really worth noting that you don't have to give up making good investments based on making choices that align with your goals which is great like what a time to be alive where you can do both yeah I mean that just completely squashes that perception of oh if you're investing ethically like your stocks must not be doing good she's come here with facts sis (laughs) she's come here with a lot of research yeah with research research also, we should do a bloopers I mean, episode. Yes, but we've always deleted all. <laughs> oh yeah. Now we still have our raw file. <laughs> raw file. Oh my god, we do. I want to keep the part where you say, "Mom, I'm podcast." 
All right, moving on from Sonia's relationship with her mother, one thing that I wanted to add, um, and I think this is really important to make a distinction between, is that when you want to support an ESG, when you buy a stock of that company, you are not giving the company money directly in the same way that you would if you, for example, bought a product off them and then they got the profit. What you do when you are buying and selling shares is you're buying and selling it with other investors. So that company is not getting the money directly. But what you are doing is increasing the market capitalization, which is the value of the company, um, based on its share price. So, for example, when you hear on the news, like Mark Zuckerberg is worth like $300 billion trillion, then that's based off all the stocks of the company that he owns is worth. So that's what you're helping to increase. And that's not to say that you're not making a difference because you are, but it's really important to know how you're making that difference. Mm. So we've talked about what ethical investing is. We've talked about, you know, exactly how to determine what is important to you and a little bit of um, the history behind it. But how do you actually go about doing it? Like when you leave this episode, how do you go away being able to make change? It's a good question. There's three different ways. One way off the bat is by buying individual stocks. It's a little bit more grunt work because you do need to put research into each company that you're buying, looking through the sustainability reports of that company. Um, Because with the ESG criteria that I mentioned before, every company has a rating. So one of the easiest ways to figure out what Um, rating or what ESG rating a company has is by typing in the company name and going to Yahoo Finance (laughs) and going onto sustainability. So they have a separate tab on Yahoo Finance for sustainability and a whole bunch of issues come up on the right side and you can see if that company dabbles in animal testing for example. So as you were talking, Sonia, because um, I actually haven't done this before, so this is pretty cool. So I'm on Yahoo Finance. Mm-hmm. I feel like Yahoo Finance is very underrated. Yeah, okay. please go download the app. It's so good. So I've just typed in Tesla, for example, and then it's just come up with like all the different things about it, like its conversions, its stats. So looking here, it's got its environmental, social, and governance rating risks, and then it's got like a very cute little like graph on terms of how controversial it is out of like none to severe one to five and take a guess at what tesla would be in terms of controversial five it's only a three um so you can find out their rating on yahoo finance um best yet if you scroll down so i'm just looking at apple at the moment if you scroll down and go i guess to the right hand side there's a whole bunch of i guess more popular taboo topics and um, it has it's a yes or no answer if they're involved in these products or activities for example um, apple doesn't have any products involvement in gambling in tobacco products in animal testing in fur and specialty leather and there's a whole bunch of issues that you can see there and if some have ticked yes and that doesn't align with your values well you know to move on to the next one except for that like seven percent that are like human right that's a yes for me (laughs) i'm not talking to the seven percent 
I do want to have a conversation with them though. <laughs> so what other ways are there? Because that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so another way is by just going directly into an ETF or mutual funds. So again, we've talked about this in um, previous podcasts. So ETFs and mutual funds, they're probably the easiest way to diversify um, your stock portfolio, if you will. But there are dedicated ETFs or mutual funds to particular issues. So there's ETFs and mutual funds. I've heard that Vanguard, I mean, so if, for those that don't know what Vanguard is, it's like a extremely large, extremely well-known company that creates a lot of index funds and ETFs. And mm-hmm. being just like this good company that they are, they also have a few sort of socially good funds. Is that what they have? Um, so they have a few different types of ESGs. I keep referring to it ECGs. I really don't know why. I'm so sorry. Um, Most of the things that we talk about are fundamentally similar across different countries. And we do sometimes get questions like, hey, I'm not in New Zealand. I just want to know if what you talk about is applicable to me. And the answer is yes, investing at least the fundamentals of investing is very similar. But I do just want to add this little um, Kiwi website called Mindful Money. It's an independent website. And if you are interested in where your Kiwi Saver money is going, so for example, if you aren't too sure where your retirement fund is being invested in, Mindful Money does a really good job of showing you exactly where you know your money is going whether that be weapons or fossil fuels or gambling Um, and then it also helps you choose an ethical fund that aligns with your values now this isn't a sponsor Um, I just thought it was quite neat to know what was available so before we head off again we just wanted to say a huge shout out to everyone that has been so supportive of our podcast Um, if you want to keep in touch please check out our Facebook group Girls That Invest or our Instagram with the same name Uh, we love to keep in contact with you guys we love hearing all your feedback Um, and yeah so just before we head off just our little disclaimer Girls That Invest does not provide investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors and the advice on girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investing or financial decision advice from girls that invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances always do your research and please use your due diligence till next time see you tuesday bye